Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Volume. Hey, you. Listen up. The NFL season is rolling right along, and DraftKings, as an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is bringing you all the action and all the best deals. Look me in the eye. If you somehow have not signed up for DraftKings yet, well, I got a great deal for you. Download the app, use the promo code TBOB, T-B-O-B, and when you bet $5 on any NFL game, you get $200 in bonus bets instantly what you can then go play with but t-bob i love snaps i love you and i've already signed up well guess what DraftKings is taking care of all their customers throughout spooky season as you get game day sweeteners the entire month of october so whether you're new whether you've been around here for a while DraftKings is the most fun place to play it's taking care of you again if you're signing up for the first time promo code t-bob $5 NFL bet nets you $200 in bonus bets instantly. So let's have some fun watching the games this spooky season. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for a problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort, Kansas. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, Louisiana, 21 or older. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome into a Sunday morning edition of Snaps. Uh, if my voice sounds like absolute trash, well, <laughs> it's because I was drinking and smoking cigars at a cigar bar, everything I have to do on Saturday nights. But we are here to talk about another amazing day of college football. Aaron, I'm T. By Baby. He's our Murray. Subscribe. We're, we got to be quick today, so I'm not going to go through all of it. Uh, look, man, we got to start with Washington and Oregon mm-hmm. yesterday. 
the 230 battle of the pack Northwest. It's what we talked about all week long. First time these two teams ever meeting as top 10 teams, both have Heisman candidates. And it's one of those beautiful games where everybody lived up to the billing, right? I mean, yeah. everybody yep. on both teams was just simply fantastic. Bo Nix was awesome. Michael Penix was awesome. Bucky Irvin blew my mind. The running back from Oregon Agency are mm-hmm. doing a great job. Dylan Johnson for Washington had a yeah. good game. To- Troy Franklin having crazy catches on one side, and then the weapons of the Huskies and Dunes and Polk on the other. I mean, just a simply a, a fantastic game, Eric. Yeah, and this is it's so funny. We talk about the the LSU Ole Miss game from a couple weeks ago and how that was like an offensive battle. And it got into the 50s, and I was kind of complaining like that was ugly. This was an offensive battle, but it was a clean football game, in my opinion, that I could watch every single week. And like that is a good quality football game where defenses had their moments, but it was mostly an offensive show. And then you said the weapons were all over the ballpark yesterday. And and I'll get right into just kind of my biggest issue with the entire thing. Dan Lanning. And 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 Mm. I know Kurt Herbstie tried to defend him the whole game of like, hey, you come on the road. You make up your mind of, hey, I'm going to be aggressive, and I draw a line in the saying, this is who I'm going to be, and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I did not agree with the end of the half. You kick a field goal. It's a it's a one-point game. You get the ball back at, 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 at the second half. You can go down there, score a touchdown, take a touchdown lead. If you don't, then it's only a, it's a one-score game still. And then the fourth down decision to go for it, where your defense for Oregon had been playing great in the second half, they've only given up seven points the entire half. Oregon's defense only gave up seven points. Yeah. Yeah. And you go for it instead of punting it, making them drive the distance to score a touchdown with no timeouts remaining. I thought those two decisions obviously were the two decisions that cost them the football game. Uh, there is a difference. There's a difference between being aggressive and being uh, reckless. Lane Kiffin is, is the biggest culprit of this. You're being reckless at times because you've had uh, this you mindset. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Reckless, I agree with Lane. Nothing about Lanning's decision-making felt mm, reckless to me. It's, it's Look, a lot of times when we judge football coaches or play calls or anything, and, and I understand why, and I'm not even saying this is wrong because what else do you judge, but we're, we're very results-based in our judgment, right? Did it work or did it not? And again, you can say, well, yeah, T-Bob, that's kind of the whole point. I get what you're saying, but... I do believe there are play calls that are good play calls and they don't work, but they were still, it was still a good play call at the time. Just something wrong. They didn't execute it. Um, You can't talk about wanting to take advantage of, of analytic situation with aggression. If you don't actually live it. So when Dan Lanning comes out and they score immediately to start the game or to tie it up and then they go for two, and they get it like that's the same attitude of going for it before half. And, and look, I understand going for it before half. It didn't seem like you could stop. You're trying to play winning football. Is, is, is it greedy? Yes, but it's, it, it, it's, it's aggressive. You're trying to make them bleed, get, get the, the ball back, and make them bleed. And remember, at that time, Washington did not have a goal to go stop on the entire season. And honestly, you should have scored on third down. But what happened? Yeah. Great play call. Bo Nix buries the screen pass. I mean, the guy was wide open. If he, if, if he hits the running back like he did all day, 80% completion, then it's a touchdown. Um, and I, so I get what you're saying because I like, I like what Dan and I'm not, and that I one, like and, I, and I disagree with that. And I, and I disagree with that one, but I can understand the reasonings. Like, I get everything you're saying. <clears throat> I'm not like, 
on a scale of you know one being okay with it, ten being like you're 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 an idiot. I'm kind of like in the middle, like a five. Yeah, like I, I feel can go that. either way with that one. The fourth down, going forward at your own fifty yard line instead of punting it once again with Washington team that's only had well, one touchdown the entire half. That to me is reckless. That to me is is not trusting your defense that has performed at a high level, knowing that they have to go the entire length of the field most likely without a without a without a uh, without a timeout. Just so that this, that this was too this much. Is where, because this is where, because I'll and I'll go for an offensive mindset here. Sorry, real quick. Yeah, go for it. as as an offensive guy in a two minute situation, the mindset completely changes when you have fifty yards to go compared to having to drive the entire length of the field That's of true. what your play calls are, what your what, just the anxiety that you have on 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 you know starting the drive. Like, dude, you give me the ball with over a minute to go in the game, and I'm I'm at the fifty yard line. Like, all right, let's go. This is easy stuff here. Like, you go into it with so much more confidence. But if I'm Washington, who once again has not had a ton of success in the second half, and I have to go 80, 90 plus yards to score a touchdown without a timeout, there's some anxiety to that that moment. Yeah, where you're until, not going in there as as with as much confidence. Yeah, until, right into their until, hands. until Roma Dunze just like catches one ball and then they're at the fifty here. But no, no, look. Okay, but he I hadn't see, done that. No, they hadn't done that the entire know, half, though. I know. Yeah, done the that, entire half. That and that context is maybe the biggest argument against going for there. But I can't be hypocritical, right? I, I, I've come on the show multiple times and talked about what I call the, the Pat Mahomes principle, where don't give them the ball back, right? If, if Like, why give him the ball back if you have the ability to take the initiative and end the game on your own? And so I, it's, it's all a bit paradoxical because I support Dan Lanning's decisions, but you are also correct in that there is no doubt that that ends up being the difference in a three-point game. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLabs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools, showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting edge tech products, are pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. 
They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, so, so I'm just saying like, I, I actually like the call because yeah, I don't want to give it back. I know they haven't had success, but I know who Michael Penix is. I know who this offense is. I know how quick they can score. And granted, they did leave Oregon enough time to try to go get another opportunity. And then they end up missing the field goal, but it's just, um, I'll be interested to see how, how landing maybe shifts in the future. Because again, I don't hate, I actually like and cheer on the decisions that were with, made, but again, he got wrong. He got everyone wrong. And what, and what do you walk away from it? He did get him wrong. What do you walk away from this game? Oregon with those you, you, mistakes, not mistakes from the coaching, whatever you want to you know, rationalize in your mind, a three point loss on the road with a missed field goal to send it in overtime. I, I kind of walk away watching that game saying that I think Oregon's still the better football team. I fine. Oh my God. I'm just going to be just honest. Shut the fuck up. Stop. I'm just be honest Stop. with you. Stop. Washington Stop. was the better football Stop. team. They yesterday. beat it back to back years. They beat it back to back years. Shut up. We can't stop playing this game. Stop trying to crown mm. Oregon just because y'all were also saying. riding their defense hard. No, 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 no. Aaron, just at a certain say. point, the They're football the has to matter. I'm not going to play this game. Shut up. That's Mm-mm. so annoying that you're going to sit here and try to do that. That's so stupid. That is so stupid. They're the better team when Michael Penning Jr. Team. throws for four tuds to his boys, just launching it. Roman Dunes is just mossing people. God, they, Washington didn't even have McMillan. They didn't have McMillan. They only had two of the weapons, and all they needed were two. And Oregon didn't have the two of their starting corners for the entire second half, and they shut down that offense with their backups. With oh, their backups. I will say the one thing that surprised me and I was impressed with was was Washington, and this was early on the game, like first possession, their willingness and ability to execute running the football. Like if they yeah. can do that this year, Washington reminds me, I mean, Washington reminds me a lot of the 2019 LSU football team. Yeah. Where like they're not they're not horrendous on defense by any means. Like that that is that's not it's not any no, that just defense, pisses me off. It's not bad. Disrespecting the Oregon y'all been disrespecting the Husky defense and you're still disrespecting the Husky defense. I'm not even though they win the game this time around. I I'm not. I'm not trying to disrespect them here. I never disrespect them before. I just yeah, said Oregon are. was the better defense. That's not disrespecting them. I'm just saying. Saying in fact, if, if I would have picked which defense would I prefer to have on my team, I'm picking the Oregon defense. The but the Washington defense in the form of saying Oregon is still better when they just lost a second year in a row. Is Ohio State still better than Michigan? Oregon just lost a second year in a row to Washington. Okay, close game both times, but guess what? Kalen Boer, I told you, Kalen Boer knows how to win championships, I, knows how to win big games, let, knows how to win get, close let, games. Let, let me get to my point about no, Washington. Your point. 
And we have this one point about Washington. This is identical to the 2000. Yeah, your children are in the room. This is a, this is an identical football team to the year 2019 LSU football team. Like, and there's and and that 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 is a team that could obviously win a national championship when you have that kind of offense and the way Michael Penix Jr. is playing right yes. now, who should probably be the favorite to win the Heisman. You don't need an elite defense. You just need a good defense. And right now they have a good defense. I'll give them credit. Like it's a good defense with an elite offense and elite playmakers and a quarterback that's dealing. And if you continue to show me that you can run the football at times with Dylan Johnson, I don't know if anyone's going to be able to stop them. I, I, I really like this Washington football team. Uh, I do too. Washington living up to all of our billing, all the love that we've been giving them all year long. I mean, but a great game. And again, you're right. Look, Oregon yeah. is a great team as well. Yes. I don't think they're as good, but they are a great team as well. Um, will the rematch? We'll see. But shout out. I mean, we spent so much time talking about land. I get it because that is the inflection point. But yeah, I mean, I want to celebrate DeBoer, Washington, the environment, yeah. the fans, mm-hmm. Michael Penix Jr., uh, like I said, I mean, I know you you always talk about the importance of weapons and how could you not be obsessed? I mean, you don't even have McMillan and Adunze and Polk when you had to have it. If you get one-on-one, just throw it up and trust your boy. And it's got to be mm. so nice to be Penix because they make you right. And, and Penix has that awesome, weird, lefty rocket arm with the weird delivery. Why is it weird? It's not weird. You don't think his throwing form's weird? No, I don't at all. Oh, I don't really? It just, I think maybe because you think it's lefty that it's weird. I think... I, no, I feel like I, I look. I don't know shit about quarterback. I just always feel like he almost has like a like a like a like a sidewinder sort of delivery. Maybe not. I guess I don't know. But I mean, um, you look at listen. Like there's so many different ways to throw the football. To me, it's like is it is it is it is it compact? Can it get out of your hand in a hurry? And do you throw the ball with accuracy? Weird's not bad. I just when I see I'm it, just maybe it's the like, thing. When I see it, I'm like, oh, well, I think crazy. it's more. Just, I think it's more for people. It's just a lefty thing because you it's probably true. There's so many. It, the variety in which you see righties throw the football nowadays and we don't complain, you know, it's just, it's more lefty. He is unbelievable though. The way in which he can, he can. And we talked about last week on our show, the accuracy in which he throws it. It's not just the completions he makes because anyone can throw for 80%. Like, I think we get thrown off with like, Oh, someone's an 80% completion guy or a 75% completion guy. Like he's an accurate quarterback. And yeah, he is an accurate quarterback. There's a difference in 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 the way in which that accuracy is delivered, and the way in which Penix throws the football. It's not only getting completions; it's allowing his receivers to catch the ball away from leverage, away from defenders, catch it and 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 score touchdowns, catch it and get yaks. Yeah, his accuracy is a different type of eighty percent completion. The two point conversion was awesome when they yeah. uh, spread everybody out and he threw it. I think it was like a tight end, but he like. He just oh, right by the like, defender's hand. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just right. I mean, gave my, gave his hand a little handshake on the way to the receiver. It was uh, mm-hmm. he, he was awesome. The weapons yeah. were awesome. The environment was awesome. Shout out Washington, massive win. Uh, yeah. The other big one of the other big wins of the day, guys. I hope when we have Colin Wilson on on Fridays, you start listening to this man. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we already felt good about Notre Dame all week. But I wonder then, how much he made because that was his what do you yeah, call it? His hot sauce, bet? hot sauce thing. Hot Woo! sauce. He said, he said, it's one of them bets where if you win this one and you lose all other 12 weeks, then it don't matter. Uh, Woo! so I, I did, you know, and so because of that, I ended up doing a heavy play for me, nothing heavy for most out there, but a heavy play for me. And uh, look, man, it played out pretty much yep. exactly mm-hmm. how everybody said. Uh, USC was going to struggle with the physicality of Notre Dame. USC was going to struggle with the weather and the environment. 
And and but but Colin again, Colin bringing the extra little bit of information across finish line told us. Uh, remember, Notre Dame wants to run. I can't remember what coverage was. Maybe cover one, but Notre Dame mainly runs the coverage that Caleb Williams is worst against. And well. Lo and behold, there you go. This is a top five pass defense in the country in Notre Dame or top 10. And uh, they looked like it, man. What did Notre Dame do to make Caleb Williams end up sub 200 yards, like, you know, 50, 60% completion, one touchdown, three picks? There just weren't a lot of open receivers. I mean, plain and simple, like that, the DB showed up. There, there wasn't. Yeah. When Caleb Williams, because he had, and I talked about it last week, of, of the sense of you don't want Caleb Williams to get into drawing outside the lines like when he's running around and moving a lot of times those turn into explosive plays well when he was moving and trying to create with inside the pocket one it seemed like there's a lot of havoc still it wasn't as clean for him to just run freely to create open lanes uh and two the dbs plastered on the back end like no one was open like when you when you can run around like caleb does the the, the beauty of it and I'm sure a lot of you have heard this before, the beauty of when a quarterback creates outside the pocket, it's hard for a DB to match up with receivers for four, five, six seconds. And that's why yeah. guys get so wide open when you face USC. They just The receiver finds a way to, to, to create separation, and he has the arm strength and the ability to contort his body in unique ways to deliver the football with accuracy. And, and every time that he went to do that yesterday or last night, guys weren't open. They weren't. It was a mixture yeah. of, of incredible defensive play and coverage on the back end. And and Caleb just had a bad night. It was just a bad night where he was trying to do too much against a really good defense on the road. And I've been in that moment before where it just seems like anything you try is just not working or is not going to work. And it sucks. And it sucks for USC because they're in such a huge microscope right now. Um, but it was, it was the worst night for them to have a bad night. And Caleb was just just not feeling it and Notre Dame man good for you guys like you kick butt and you flip over to the other side they did what they need to do I mean they didn't have the ball a ton because their defense yeah it is, it is it, it, it but they didn't make weird. any mistakes on offense yeah it is weird and, and exactly right I, I would take credit Notre Dame for being very good situationally right you get a turnover yes. you maximize it by turning that into a touchdown and so you look up 48 to 20 final score and you're like oh my god they must have dominated but interestingly mm -hmm. it's like 250 total yards for Notre Dame, yep. three of 10 on third down. Only 25, um, 25 minutes of possession. You would think, like, you would think heading this game, Notre Dame would dominate time of possession yes, because of running yes. the football. Yeah. But, like, they, they didn't have to because, once again, like, it wasn't a super sexy performance by Notre Dame offensively, but you get, they got a bunch of short fields and they took advantage. Like you said, when they got turnovers, they scored touchdowns. You get a yeah. turnover, you put it in there, you make them pay for it. And that's how you and, bury uh, a team. That's how you make it. That's how yes. you break a team spirit. And that's exactly what you ended up seeing uh, this game. So what 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 a what a great feeling for Irish fans. It's been an insane year. You've just been in mm -hmm. constant battles, and even through the disappointment of Ohio State, where you're right there, and yeah. Louisville mm -hmm. last week. Now, this is a good win that you can celebrate at home in South Bend. It always feels good for a Notre Dame fan to beat USC, especially to beat the hell out of top 10 undefeated USC team that had the Heisman, the reigning Heisman winner on it, and you made him look yeah. absolutely pedestrian. I, I mean, how frustrating is it, though, for Notre Dame? I know you hate playing hypotheticals, but you are one possession away no, and no. one player away. I know. Don't forget. 
like how much is that going to haunt? Because we well, said, the, like, if you if if you lose one game for Notre Dame, you're eleven and one. You're in the playoffs. There's a really good high probability that you're still in the playoffs. That that yeah. ten player on the field against Ohio State losing on the last snap of the game. Here we are trying to celebrate Notre Dame fans. You could be seven and one. You're just bringing up all their pain and all their. It's just amazing, man. Like, but 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 heading into this game, we were having a legitimate conversation about like where is Marcus Freeman in his second year as a head coach? Like, how much is he on the hot seat if they lose this game to USC? Now all of a sudden they they win, they win in a big way, and my mind shifts to what could have been this season for Notre Dame. Because it is a good team. Like, yeah, there's some issues on the offensive side of the football. Their playmakers are really still not there. But I look at their schedule, and, and they still should should be you know favorites for the majority of the way there. I don't know what the, the, the line is going to be versus Clemson, but it's at home. One possession being down 10 players instead of 11 could cost you a spot in, in the playoffs, which is unfortunate. But, man, I'm happy for Marcus Freeman. I, I, I All yeah. the videos of He's him celebrating. Look at the, I mean, like, look there's two people that, that really won State. the day. And then look there's two people that won yesterday, Marcus yeah. Freeman, and then the speech after the game going back to Washington, Michael Penix Jr. The emotion of him oh, I haven't seen this was awesome. Yeah, he was on the field and you know was tearing up a little bit, talking about which like what the win meant to him and his family and his teammates. And I thought that was a really really cool moment. So uh, you know those two definitely definitely won the game, but good for Marcus Freeman. The LSU game had already started at that time, so I didn't have audio on Washington at the mm. end. I was just having to uh, watch in the bar. Um, okay, we have we have three minutes till we gotta go, uh, so we're not gonna get any. I mean, uh, we'll, we'll agree and cap everything Monday on Snaps YouTube.com slash at volume Snaps. Um, we'll get to the Colorado blowing it against Stanford. Mm. I mean, just the first real bad coaching job of the uh of the prime era which of course every mm-hmm. conversation starts with prime with colorado and you know other losses other close games are where they are this was this was pretty much a disaster um unc asserting themselves in the acc yeah. beating miami saying no 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 it was a good game at first stupid saying they pull you know we you know next to florida state we should we are going to be the ones who will be in the championship when the season ends? Um, Tez Walker, man, for North Carolina, my yeah. goodness. I mean, you're talking about like it, it, igniting that offense, you know, his second game back, six catches, 132, three touchdowns, just a, a deep field threat. Damn. Drake May, another four touchdown game. Like, and Drake was even great in the first half, like, he was kind of erratic, didn't seem comfortable. But was didn't make the big mistake. Like Tyler Van Dyke made the big mistake. Two interceptions. They had some fumbles. They had a fumble the, uh, on the goal line. Like that was the difference in that football game. And same thing with with Notre Dame and 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 uh, yeah. I mean, USC. UC the team that didn't shoot times, them. Yeah, about? the team that didn't shoot themselves in the foot was the team that won the football game. North Carolina wasn't a great football game on offense. The numbers looked good, but like it wasn't super smooth. But they found a way not to screw up in the first half. Uh, Miami did, and that's the big difference. Oh, my God. How can we bury the lead here, dude? Congratulations to Georgia going on the road, getting mm. a tough-fought road win. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, every, everybody I mean, there's cranes it. everywhere. There's that's an what I'm saying. A, 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 every, just, it's a classic so hard-hat game. Classic hard-hat yeah. game. Everybody always says it, so it doesn't need to be said, but I'll say it anyway. 
Um, when you go into Nashville to play Vandy, you got to pack mm. a lunch. And thank, thank God Georgia brought that brown paper bag, a little ham Sammy mm-hmm. in there because yeah. uh, they needed it. Yeah, it was um, it's a tough environment, man. When you have when you have when you have a a, a jumbotron hovering over you, just kind of yeah. blowing in the wind. Uh, that's intimidating. It just it's a it's a construction site. There's just so many distractions there. I, I get why Georgia did not have. And I hope everyone understands the sarcasm coming out of my voice right now. No, he's not uh, being sarcastic. He actually right. believes this stupid shit. Trust me. <laughs> no, um, hey, what, listen, they won. What, they won what, the game. What, what's they, they're not. They're not pushing themselves. How hurt is Brock hey, Bowers? But like, he's not that hurt. Uh, I'm just happy now that Florida won yesterday. Oh my god! Now Graham five ball, and two. Oh my god! Five and two ball, Florida dude. Gator football team. So that's gonna be a quality win. They may be even uh, ranked. I in can't two believe weeks can't to be a quality it. win for the dogs, baby. I told you don't sleep on Graham Mertz. Oh, my God. All right, y'all. Well, hey, look, we got to go. But uh, on Monday's snaps, uh, we'll we'll have all of it, too. We're going to recap all the big games, get into all of it. I cannot wait. YouTube.com slash that volume snaps. We're live. Come chat. coming out. I got to go, bro. I'm, I'm like I'm like pretty hungover. And I'm, I'm yeah, about to have to go to church. Then I got to bring the kids to a birthday party. Then cheer camp afterwards. My wife's working oh. all morning. So uh, wish your boy we're luck. Off to, we're off to a school Halloween party right now. So. Oh, hell yeah, dude. What are you going to dress up as? I'm not dressing up. I'm not. I don't. I haven't. I've yet. It's not even Halloween. I've yet to go shopping for an outfit. You know, I, I have a costume box at home. You don't have a costume box? I do not have a costume box, but you're also like three kids ahead of me. No, like I've your always alarm had going a, off. No, is this, your, is your wake up alarm going to the back? Yeah, I said it. You can hear that. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go. Um, yeah, no, this is pre-kids. I had a costume box. All right, y'all. We love you. Please, please, please like and subscribe. YouTube comments slash at volume snaps, Google snaps, podcast rate review. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow for some more snaps. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.